Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash-flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I am so honored and thrilled that you are here today. And I'm going to tell you, today's episode is going to be really, really good. My good friend Robert Seifert is going to talk about what I think is one of the most important parts of this business and really talking about breaking down some of his success, but really from that mind perspective. Guys, listen. I don't care how long you've been doing real estate or not, or wherever you're at or not, the power of your mind is everything. It really, and we're going to break down kind of some structures, some ways, and some thought processes on how to unlock your greatest ability. And Robert's going to do it through his story and what he's done. And it really is super neat to watch it happen. It is a great episode. I really enjoyed recording it. It motivates me. It makes me want to go out there and do it even better. And listen, right now, Kahuna Investments, we are smoking, my friends. We're fixing, I'm closing on a a $13 million deal in September, a $17 $17 million deal in November or October and a $24 million deal in November. Lots of deals. Closed on an $8 million deal a couple months ago. Almost $62 million in real estate deals done this year. It's a great time to get motivated. The market is going to give you so much. And so I really want to encourage you to pay attention to this episode because it's filled with nuggets. It's filled with all the things that can help you get to that next level. And it's very inspirational. It's a great episode. I really want you to pay attention. But before we jump into it, a word from our sponsors. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. All right, we're back. Listen, I just want to plug something else to you guys. I've not done this in a while. So if you would love to get my book, Copy Your Way to Success, let me give it to you for free. I just want to give it to you for free. Text the word book, B-O-O-K, to 480-500-1127. Text the word book to 480-500-1127, and you can get my book for absolutely free. We'll send it to you. So take me up on that offer, guys. So let's jump into it. Robert's going to break this thing down and put a lot of life. So let's welcome him to the show. Let's get it on. Hey, Robert, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for having me on, Corey. It's been a pleasure to come on. Before the show, we were just talking about really kind of the three keys to open this thing up and how you can be successful in real estate, which is really mindset, follow up, and and really focus. But before we do that, though, just just jump in real quick. Can you give us like, like your short story of how you made it 
because I think you're doing amazing things. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll give the short version of the story, which is the better version. (laughs) (laughs) The long drawn out one is a decade of wanting to do real estate after watching a Russ Whitney commercial, but growing up in a household of get a good job, get good grades retire. So I didn't do anything with that information. Went to Rich Dad, Poor Dad seminars, read every book out there and still took no action. And then finally, basically burned all the boats at the worst time in my life, quit my job when I had nothing, massive constraints financially because my wife just went through a bunch of surgeries and went all into real estate. And what you just touched on are all the things that happened, right? My mindset, something clicked, I shifted, I went all in and I put all my focus into real estate. And then The rest is the success story after that, right? That's just how simple it is. No. It is almost that simple though. You think about it, right? Because I have this, I think everybody that's been, that has a fairly good track record of success, they talk about it like it is a switch when you made a decision. Yep. And after that, after making that decision, it seems like things start to show up and manifest. They do. And the thing is, and you can appreciate this because I know more of your background before the kahuna and the big commercial side of it, right? Like- all of it ends up being a decision. It all starts in the mind. What do you want, right? And most of us don't get clear about what we want. We talk about all the things we don't want, and therefore more of that shows up to your point of manifestation, right? But once I make a decision to go after what it is I actually want, things just start happening. The right people show up, the right conversations land in your lap. Then that doesn't mean there's not work. There's tons of it. Yet it starts with that decision, right? I decide I'm going to go left. I decided to quit doing what I was taught my whole life and I'm going to go all into real estate. And then, oh, wow, all these things just start happening and occurring and the right things I need to learn show up, the right people show up, the right timing. It's amazing how that works. Now, for everybody that's listening, you may think this is weird. And like, I'm sitting here, I want to just affirm what Robert just said because it really, people don't understand this, but until they've made that decision before, because mm-hmm. I can look back, I know exactly when I made the decision to go full time in real estate, right? I was playing part time, but there was a, a pivotal moment where, yeah, I had to choose. And I'm telling you, the day that I chosen, now it doesn't mean that it was like it's a vertical climb to success. No. <laughs> I wish. It can I wish be. too, brother. <laughs> but you talked about things showing up. So can you give me some examples of? how that meant, how that worked for you. Yes. I'll go all the way back to that first decision, right? Like we had eviction court coming up at the end of the week about to get repossessed on cars, maybe a couple hundred bucks to our name. And so all the right reasons to not go into real estate. Yeah. Instead, uh, just something clicked. A mentor at the time where I worked at said something to me and it, it was the shift. It was the light bulb that finally clicked to say, oh, it was actually related to focus, right? Trying to do what we do. And you've got this appeal for real estate and you've been trying it on the side. I shifted and that clicked something to say, oh, okay. So I just got to go focus, go all into real estate. The moment I decided to go all into real estate that same week, deals that I had been working on that looked like they were going to fall through and nothing was going to happen, all set up to close in time for eviction court, ironically. Then On top of that, the very next day, I was already in conversations with a potential guy who opened his door for mentoring and would fly out to your local area. And I didn't have the money for the price tag, but instantly I had a thought about a conversation and a guy I used to work with that I should go talk to. Called him up and in less than 24 hours, he said, man, the passion that you had about where you're headed, come and pick up a check. 
I'll pay for the mentor and where you're headed. None of those doors were possibilities. None of those things were even thoughts in my mind until I made that decision first, right? And after that decision, it all started happening. putting yourself and really proclaiming it. Yeah. This is really weird. This sounds like voodoo weird. stuff, right? I'm telling you, people listening right now, like this is voodoo economics or something. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, the law of attraction is at work, dude. And when you start telling it what you want, and with complete focus, that's what you're talking about, Robert. You're not like, well, I think I'm, you're like, I've got to make this work. I have to. There is no other choice. And when you do that, everything about your body language, like your buddy that said, give you the check, he saw the shift. Oh, yeah. He felt the energy. He literally told me, I can back this up. I've done a lot of all kinds of studies, law of attraction, and all that stuff to come to claim that it all comes back to the Bible and Jesus wrote it and said it best. You just said it and I'm going to give everyone. So the law of attraction is rooted there. And the root is this. It's as simple as one verse in the Bible that says, ask and you have received. Now behind that and a bunch of other scriptural things are most people think they ask, but it wasn't in their heart, right? The key word was they weren't focused. They weren't, everything was all in and on the line for that. When you ask, God searches your heart whatever you want to believe in. But when he searches your heart, if everything about your heart is saying, I've decided this is what I want right now, and I'm proclaiming it with all of my energy in my heart, you've received it in the moment that it happened and the rest will play out to give it to you. Yes, there will be a ton of hard work, but the right things and ideas and thoughts will start to show up so that you can do that. That's the faith without works is dead, right? So you could have faith, (laughs) It ain't just going to show up and you're not going to win the lottery yeah, check. But you're not going to all of a sudden be there. You got to put the work yes. behind it and then things can happen. Yes. Right? So where you're at in your business now, because I'm getting ready to get evicted to where you're at now. And I just want to give a splash of where you're at now. What does life look like? What are you guys doing? And by the way, Robert's not in really big in the multifamily space. Okay. Doesn't matter. Cause what we're talking about today is applicable, right? There's a hard word for me to say <laughs> <laughs> to anything and to everyone and to really any business, right? Yes. These are fundamental lessons, but give us a splash. What does your business do now? And what does it look like? Yeah, now realestateinvestor.com is the culmination of all the years since that decision and and a bunch of other decisions afterwards, right? That led into me building a software company that caters to real estate investors now. So it is literally a CRM, a list management software done for you services, an investing business that just takes care of itself. Actually, I'm in the middle of closing the sale of my investing business. I've sold a property management business and about to launch a bunch of other stuff that I've recently made a huge decision on. Living in Florida, I grew up in the Midwest, like we live around palm trees and vacation land. All of these things have occurred right since then. We're in the middle of building our dream home right now that again, was just a decision and the right things all just started happening. But isn't that amazing, brother, right? I think about our growth trajectories and how it starts with this little... And honestly, back then, Robert, did you see what you see now? No, not at all. No. Not even But you saw something. You saw like... These are the first goals. I just want to get my stuff paid for. Can I just pay my rent? (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't want to get evicted. (laughs) That was goal number one. I wanted to eliminate our debts. That became quick goal number two, right? Goal number three was... I don't ever want to be lacking money again in my life. And 
all those things happen, right? And then you look up and I've learned to now start to take pauses and reflect on how far you've come, right? Like you can't even see how far you're going to go. And I promise you, once you make those hard decisions, a couple of years down the road, you can almost always look back on the things that you thought you could accomplish and who you were back then and laugh at who that person was. You just can't. I just wrote that down. Take a pause. Yes. Right. That's a hard one. I think that's a really good nugget to take a minute, Uh you know, every so often to look back, maybe even give yourself some celebratory, go on a vacation, just hit the pause button for a minute. Yes. As entrepreneurs, I think where a lot of us are ingrained just to go, dude. Oh, yeah. We're go, go, go go nonstop. What's next? What's the next mountain? I climbed one. Where's the next one? Yeah. And we don't stop. But to pause... That takes a lot more. I think it actually takes a lot more effort now a lot. <laughs> than it does when you first started, right? <laughs> it was much easier back then. I wasn't doing nothing. Now it's like I have to sometimes, I'm getting better at reminding myself, but it's usually a person or a coach or a mentor around me that says, hey, dude, you do see everything you did this last year, right? Like, why don't you take a break and reflect on that for a minute? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We got 10 more things to still do. We didn't accomplish I get nothing. the same lessons every time, dude. I'm going to leadership yes. boardroom. And sometimes they're mm-hmm. like, one time they had me go in there and I had to scream at the top of my lungs. I already won. Because they're like, dude, why are you working so much? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, because this is what the part of me, and it's probably for you, Robert, we have the same background. I grew yeah. up poor, yeah. right? And I don't ever want to go back. Something that, that was my driver. Like, I don't ever want to go back there. No. So there's this thing in me that says, go, go, go. And my wife's like, dude, but you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> right? You need to slow down uh-huh. and take a pause. Yes. So mindset, big, big deal in growth, right? Just to get in, to start from something new, an idea. You said follow up. Yep. Talk to me about what the follow-up piece means to you. Yeah, so many things. I'll start right with where we left off, right? First, I'm actually my first mentor has coined phrase, his best phrase I love, right? Until you own the six inches between your ears, you won't own any real estate below your feet. Real estate's actually easy to learn, any level. It's just numbers, right? It's all simple to learn, but you got to own this first. From there, you have to follow up on that and continue to do the actions that come to you, which will teach you more and open more doors. Now, Obviously, that probably isn't what we meant by follow-up. So let me get into that. Follow-up, I don't care what business you're in, fundamentally and foundationally, you will not have success in sales, closing anything that's going to make you any money without follow-up. Everyone thinks that it's the one-call close, always be closing. I just got to learn how to close this seller, this buyer, this deal, and everything is going to change. And while, of course, there are the deals that happen, special deals that in one conversation, it's already happened, the majority, 99% of deals are never done on the first time. They're always done on multiple follow-ups. There's tons of Harvard studies, Google studies. You look it up, follow-up, follow-up, follow-up is where all the gold is. So if you lack a follow-up game, process, system, whatever, that's why you're not winning, period. In any business you want to do, if you're not following up with your prospective sales, relationships, nurturing buyers, investors, sellers, et cetera, then you're already failing. You're losing money and throwing money away and wasting it. Robert, golden nugget right there, right? That is a golden nugget. Follow, follow up. I'm telling you how true. And really, 
in any business, right? So like yeah. if you're the AC guy, follow up, right? Like yes. real estate investors. I think about our, my industry, how many investors, and I'm actually just thinking about internally, as you're talking about this, I'm like, this is going on my team meeting, mm-hmm. right? Do we have, how good is our follow-up system in our investor track, right? Yeah. And certain tracks where I think we're really good. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm following up with my investors, soon to be investors or potential investors or actual investors enough. Right. Probably not. I, mean, I think we do okay. Like, is it award winning? That's it. And for me, that's like, that's what built my whole software, honestly. Goal, it, right? it was follow up. It wasn't just follow up for the sake of follow up, keying in on your investor conversation. It was follow up for the sake of, not being this automated machine like thing. It was about relationships. Like think about any relationship, any relationship you have. So this is even outside of business, your wife, your family, your mother, your father, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, they're all call it what you want. It's follow-up. You're nurturing a relationship. If you're not touching or communicating in some way, shape or form, your relationship is falling backwards. Now, us guys, right, we have the easy part of we cannot talk to our friends for months and then pick up the phone and talk and we catch right up where we left off, right? That's natural. But how much better would your relationship be if you sent a text every once in a while or an email just that you're thinking of that person? Hey, bro, just thought about you this morning. Yeah. And that's it. It doesn't even have to be anything older, more than I that. Think about my dad right now. Me too. My dad's getting older, right? I was like, Dad, they check in to see what's up, man. My son's got his first varsity football game. He's a sophomore. Nice. He, he got it's this Friday, dude. Friday Night Lights. That's awesome. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's going to be then. And now that's our new spot where me and my dad get to hang out mm-hmm. and do man stuff, kind of, sort of, right? Yeah. But like that follow-up is super important to me. But also, that's just one piece, right? Like you said, your family, your friends, your business partners, your investors, your brokers, your yeah. your buyers, your sellers, all of it. Everyone you interact with, you need to follow up with. How come they don't teach us in school, Robert? They don't teach a lot of stuff in school that they I mean, teach. right? <laughs> but here's what's funny. What do they teach in school behind that that they don't even realize they're teaching? Well, they follow up on their course curriculum. They're teaching it every day. You're constantly having to go to every one of those classes. So it's embedded in there. They just don't, no one teaches it as the No one shows them the actual piece of it, say, I want to tell my daughter, she's going to go to college next year, right? So she mm-hmm. just got accepted into NAU, full nice. scholarship. Congrats. Yay for me. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I almost want to, like, your biggest lesson in college is to meet people and follow up with them for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because that group and core nucleus are going to go out and do things, and that could be a core group of people that you need to know. Yes. You never know. You're one relationship away from everything you ever wanted in your life right after you make a decision on what that is, those relationships, they'll pop top of mind. We have so many memories and things that occur to us. The idea of the guy that invested in me in the beginning was simply nothing more than I made a decision to move in that route. And then my mind said, oh, remember so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, you should check in with them. They might be able to help, right? It happens all the time now. Not, now it's not, it was woo-foo back then. Like, well, that was weird and strange. And it worked out. Now it's like, I just expect it. And I text as soon as I have the thought because I know how that works. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. 
Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. It really is. Success leaves a lot of clues, by the way, too, right? Like so, And I think as you become more and more successful, you start to hone in and understand what it looks like, right? And you can see people that are working successful more than others that are not, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I can see people sometimes I'm like, this guy's going to get it, right? Yep. Because they're doing some principles, this principles that you understand that I think I understand as well of it really you just said it in three words. It's mindset, follow up, and then that focus piece. Let's focus on that focus piece a little bit more. I know we talked about it in the beginning, but Yeah. Give me what that means to you and how you've applied it. Man, focus has been the hardest lesson in life and the constant battle. Because it's so easy, especially for me and anyone who's like me, to just chase everything, right? The hundred ideas, we got to go implement all of them. And then none of them happen and you don't know why, right? Or the reason that you're trying to get into whatever area of real estate you're trying to get into and it's not being successful, almost willing to bet you it's because you're lacking focus, right? And so a couple of easy examples were the one, the very pivotal moment where this lesson really hit home for me. And I could take it back even before that, if I was to go back in life and say, when good things happened, I was focused. I just didn't realize that back then, right? It was the switch that clicked for my mentor at the job I was at, right? When he said, well, you're trying to be a jack of all trades, not a master of something. Well, how do you master something? Well, you master something in focus. I love Bruce Lee saying, which is, I don't fear the man that can do 10,000 kicks, I fear the man that could do one kick 10,000 times. Well, what is that? Nothing more than laser focus on every minute detail because all those details matter. And when you lack the focus on where you're headed, you just won't get there. You may get there. It just may take you way longer than you need to because you're not focused. And there's just everywhere in my life, it continues to play out. When I'm not getting a result, I can almost attribute it to Lack of focus. I'm not focused on that outcome. We just had a traction meeting with my traction coach and we got rid of two or three things that we were doing that were distractions that kept us unfocused on what our core goal was, right? Of growing our investment company, right? So a lot of that was the info business, right? Yep. Teaching. And I like to teach, but like it takes away from my core focus of growing my core company, which is what I get the most joy out of. Exactly. And then you realize when you start really digging into that focus piece and how you just said it, and you can get 10 times better results by just taking the time to say, here's the one thing that I'm going to do, right? This thing, one business. But now, because I'm like you, Robert, I come in and I got, I'm a bull in a china shop, bro, (laughs) right? I got 10,000 ideas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you want to implement them all. Yes. (laughs) Let's go run there and run there and run there. And oh, I'm a white rabbit kind of cat, right? I love white rabbits. I want to chase them. Yep. I got seven different hobbies. Yep. (laughs) Totally. And it's so easy. And the people that are so fortunate and should be grateful for the fact that they love the boring, mundane step 
one, two, three, four, five people, because there are tons of people like that and focus becomes much easier for you. Focus for a lot of us, like yourself, obviously is it's boring. So it's the boring thing. And so we try and go and create all this other stuff and all that other stuff actually takes away from our productivity of the thing we should be focused on, whatever it is. Right. Focus on your wife. If you want a better marriage, focus on your kids. If you want a better relationship with your kids, focus on one area of your business. If you want that area of your business to grow, scatter your information all over the place and don't focus on anything. That's how your life is. It's chaotic. And it's going to be a chaotic mess. Right. I totally agree. Right. Couldn't agree more. And here's the cool thing, too. We didn't really touch on this piece, but you run a business, brother. Like you've got staff, you got people. And I don't know what your PI is. Do you know what it is? Do you know what you Ooh, are? I don't remember that one. I've taken I it, would it's almost, been a while. I got to say you're a maverick or you're like me. I have 10,000 ideas all the time. Yeah. Right? And details, probably not your number one. No. Or is it? It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> no, my Bolby is I'm a massive, innovative, quick start off the charts. Yeah, So exactly. The quick rest start. someone else has to do. <laughs> right. So when you say you're focused, sometimes like you can get focused on something, but really as your businesses start to grow, this is... The beautiful part about building a business is you can add the layers in, and I think that's what you were alluding to earlier, Mm -hmm. to fill in the gaps of what you're not. Yes. Sometimes you're built a very unique way. And Robert, as an entrepreneur, and that's who you are, it's really not your benefit to do other roles that you're not suited for. No. Your highest and best is to be that guy out in the clouds doing cloud stuff. I just went through an amazing event called Soul Purpose, and this is the exact thing that we focused on. What are your personal gifts and passions? And we use a lot of different tests like PI, kind of get you to focus on who you are and what you do. And then to your point, there's a great book out there. It's called Who Not How. So stop trying to figure out how to do everything because you probably suck at it. And that's why you're trying to figure out how to do it. Because if it was a natural gift of yours, it would just come that easy. It would come naturally. Yeah. So focus on your natural gifts. And this becomes a lot easier as you build a team, right? Because I can be what appears the chaotic by most people's terms, because I'm focused on what I do well. I can focus on the hundred ideas. I can focus on the hundred concepts. I can focus on delivering the amazing message. And then I can give each one of those ideas to the who, that can figure out the how to focus on that path. And then this part of the team can go focus on that path, right? That's why we have marketing divisions to go focus on marketing within marketing. They have people who are specialists in each area so they can focus on dialing that one thing. So don't mistake focus for meaning a bunch of things can't be happening at once. They just all need to be focused. Yeah, no, I agree. So, and that's part of the building a business platform. So even I'll say this for ourselves, for my company, We started off, I've been doing real estate, multifamily, out of my house now for like, I don't know, 15 years. I'm finally, because I got focused and said, who do I want to become? It's maybe transitioned, I'm getting a real office. Why? Because we want to hire real people to do things, right? Uh Uh-huh. And because that's a focus. It's going to change our company from being in the house thing to something that's now truly a award-winning company, right? Like we have staff, we have people, and by giving that focus away mm-hmm. and challenging the other people, they bring so much to the table. Much like what you've done. You don't build a massive software company without help. Oh, no. Yeah, there's like 50 or 60 people at realestateinvestor.com to, to pull off what we do. 
by no means is it me at all. Matter of fact, I would say that the other 59 people are the one that deserve all the credit, right? They just, as they say, you got to give the people a vision of where to go and then let them all run. And then we just show up and tell me where we are and how I can help navigate where you're lacking focus. What can we eliminate? What can I help you with to eliminate so that you can keep focusing on that thing that I'll never want to learn how to do. Amen. So what does Robert's future look like? Where do you see Robert next five years? What does he do? That is a great question at a great time. Robert is about to launch a massive new thing. So in five years, I see Robert here in Tampa still. I don't see me moving. I believe I'll own and be an investor in a few different software things outside of real estate. I believe in the next five years, we'll see a massive movement to take everything I've learned and help other men find their gifts and passions and drive their self forward. That's the most I could share right now with what I'm I get it, man. Yeah, that's very cool. And sounds very rewarding. It will be. Here's another truth lesson. Once you hit your plateau or or success mountain, we'll call it, right? Like, hey, I've made it, right? Company's good. I've done some stuff. There's something internally, I think, that turns in us. And I feel like this is happening more and more in my life too, where it's it's all about helping others. It is. Right? I don't even care at this point. Money means nothing to me, right? It's I keep track of it. I keep score. Yeah. It'll happen. But, yeah. And that's a weird concept. Some of you guys listening right now, we just talked about money like it doesn't matter, okay? Yep. There was a time that it did, okay? Just more than to anything. keep it real. To <laughs> <Yeah>. keep it real. <laughs> there was a the time, time that... Yeah, chasing money was all that mattered. Without a doubt. <laughs> You just hit a point where that it doesn't matter like that anymore. And it's really weird because I am 47 and I'm transitioning to that piece and it's weird space. It is. You have the time to do whatever you want for the most part. Yeah. We can create our own schedules, right? And then you start figuring out, well, what do I love? What Mm -hmm. drives me? And then you want to do more projects that are like that. Yes. Sounds like that's what you're on to. Something that's that's fun and exciting uh, and a little bit of everything right everything fulfilling yeah Yeah. and that becomes the new journey man like and so i believe this more than anything the journey is the reward right if we didn't have the start point where we had to move that's the story dude yeah i love someone said be grateful for where you've been and what you have and you can always still want more there's always another chapter there's always another way to expand and that doesn't mean money right money come from it most likely, unless it's something where you're giving more money, but nonetheless, there will be another door that opens. It's okay to always want more. I used to actually have to give myself permission or find mentors to give me permission to want more because I thought it was a bad thing. I had a coach in high school. One of his favorite sayings was pleased, but not satisfied. Ooh, I like that. I like that. It stuck with me all my life is like, yeah, we did good. I'm pleased, right? Yeah. I'm not satisfied. Mm, I think we can be better. I think we can do a little more. I like that. And it's a drive because it allows you the constant journey of success or just journey to. It doesn't matter what it is, Mm -hmm. right? I think we're built to drive. I see so many people that work that nine to five that once they retire, shortly thereafter, they're done. Yeah. Because they didn't, that's six inches. You just talked about it. You got to keep it going. You got to keep moving. Life is about movement and movement is life. So taking a pause doesn't mean stop moving. 
Yeah. You still got to move in some direction. Life is movement, right? Like look at water as an example. Uh, moving water is living water. If you then stop water from moving, it starts to decay and die. I think humans are the exact same thing. Everything on this earth is that way. If it doesn't move, it is in result dying. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I think that's a great place to kind of end this. Not on the dying part, but no. like, but, <laughs> but <laughs> keep moving. Parable, Life is movement and keep moving. <laughs> but I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you could give any advice to anybody new that's starting real estate, what's your best piece of advice you'd give them? Yeah, the best piece of advice is to get clear about what you want. Right now, don't the pie in the sky, $100,000 a month, like that's not what you want right now. That's the thing you think you want, right? What do you want? And then take any action you can in that direction. Amen. Because tomorrow, a new action, an idea will come up. And it is most likely if you're not where you want, you're just not one, deciding what it is you want. And two, not taking actions in that direction. Beautiful, massive action to get it going. He gave us one book. Is there any other books that really helped shape or anything you book that you'd want to give a call out to? Yeah, one of the ones I always call out is The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. She's the writer of The Secret, and she wrote The Magic as the foundational piece of what predicates The Secret. And it's the gist of it, if you don't want to go buy a book or read a book, is to be grateful for stuff all the time, every day. It's at our core. We couldn't use more of that right now in a time of yes. craziness than ever, right? Yes, exactly. It's so easy to be ungrateful and to not think about all the things that we have to be grateful yeah. for. So if people want to find you, Robert, how do they find and get up on what you guys are doing? Yeah, I mean, obviously you could check out realestateinvestor.com or you could always find me at robertcypher.com. Everything that I'm involved in is connected there through that hub. So okay. either one. Perfect. We'll put it in the show notes, guys. And listen, Robert, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show and share these three magical gifts, which is mindset, follow-up, focus. I think we've packaged it in such a great little way that it does yield success. It can yield to something you never thought possible, guys. But Robert said it earlier in the beginning of the show. He talked about mastering the six inches between your ears, guys. That is the foundation. you got to make a choice. You've got to put your stake in the ground and say, today I am and I'm moving forward. Guys, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.